Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Why'd this guy faint? I, he, okay, so this is what he claims, and I think it is so preventable. So we were waiting in the area right at ticketing, and we had just been told to get off our flight that we were on because the plane was broken, okay? So this guy, he was sitting there and he was explaining to somebody, yeah, he's been um, fasting for some thing for his job. So he's like a nutritionist, but he wanted to try, what is it called? The Adam fast or something like that. Have you, you're into that stuff, right? What is it called? It's like a, a biblical fast. I've never it? heard of that. David, Adam, it's a guy's name. Well, Adam was, it was Adam and Eve. Yeah. So it was, he was in the garden. We need him, but. Was it he was, only eating fruits or vegetables or what? He the, wasn't, he was like not eating at all. And he was just drinking like ginger water. Some people on extreme uh, religious uh, edges will do the, uh, you know, Jesus was in the desert for 40 days, 40 nights. So they don't eat. They only this drink. This is eight day. Eight day. Eh, people can survive eight days. So I was eavesdropping like I normally do. And that's what he was saying. And we get up. She says, okay, now we're boarding zone eight. So we're standing there and he is in front of us. Goes down like a stack of potatoes, hits the ground, hits his hits his head. He braces his hand, but his whole arm kind of gave out. You yeah. know, his whole body was. And then he hits his head. This woman comes running. We're going to talk about it next. Like how small of a community being a nurse is. Uh, but she comes up, puts his hands over his head. And she's like, um, it, it, are you diabetic? You know, because he was gray. He was gray and he was but sweating. Responsive? Was he like kind of still awake? Was he was he just kind of staring straight ahead. Right. So I grabbed some juicy fruit and gum and threw it in his mouth. And he started chewing on that because I didn't know. Like, is it a does he I don't think you want to put something in their mouth, man. It's gum. He's fine. I, until they and, chokes on it. No. And then like airport medics, like I got to give them props. They were there in like 20 seconds. They were waiting. I bet they were waiting all day. They had the eyes on them. <laughs> Nothing was happening all day at the North Carolina airport. And they just haul it. They get there. They have them hooked up to all these wires. And then they tell him. So this guy has been in the airport all day. Like, I don't know, probably 20 hours that day. And he's ready to go home. And they said, no, sir, you have to go to the hospital. So now he's got He's probably still there in the hospital trying to get out of North Carolina, going to wherever he's got to go. And I was like, that is so preventable. And I remember him saying something like, God, I'm so hungry. I can't wait to get to the end of this whole thing because I'm going to have a huge burger. And I'm like, why did you put yourself through that? Now you can't fly. It was so preventable. But I've never seen anybody faint like that. When, it was kind of scary. Yeah. I've, you know what I've seen people faint the most is church. Yeah, it's very hot. And all the up and downs. My high school girlfriend was Catholic and they would pack that church and there was no air conditioning. Yeah. So like, in, especially in the spring or when we get those warm days in the fall, uh, she'd be like, you got to go to church with me and my family. I'm like, oh God, all right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and for some reason it's the up and the down and the kneeling and everything like that. For some, I, I've never, I've never, I grew up Lutheran. I never saw a person faint in church, yeah. but in the Catholic church, the few times that I've went, man, I've seen somebody go down almost every time. Yeah. Oh, I did see someone faint at the finish line of a race in St. Paul. And I'm like, you just want a faint or exhaustion because wouldn't you have fainted before that? You have to faint right at the finish line. Uh, that's exhaustion. You want that photo. That's exhaustion. Yeah. No, that's att- attention-seeking yeah, right there. Listen, you run one of those races? I think you can <laughs> get all the attention you want, man. More than my fat ass is going to do. Yeah, KCLD Playhouse is powered up by Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Seeking justice for the well, injured. Crazy. You just shoved a piece of juicy fruit in I mouth. did, and he did this with his face. Yeah. Like you know, like, I'm coming at him. I think <laughs> I think if we have, come. if you're a first responder or you work in the medical community, I'm pretty sure you can call and let Kat know how you endangered this man. The St. Cloud VA Medical Center is hosting and holding a hiring event coming up on the 15th of November, 1 to 7 p.m. So this event is intended to lessen the number of screening requirements so they can start serving our veterans as quickly as possible. So if you'd like to be part of that change, you can take part in that. They need to hire 52,000 employees uh, per year over the next five years to keep pace with the increased need whoa, 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 whoa. for care. They need to hire 250,000 employees in the next five years across the VA system? Correct. Holy 
balls. We need to make sure that these people are taken care of. Well, so what's properly. stopping? So then you gotta you gotta ask yourself what's stopping people from working for them? Is it conditions? Is it salary? I mean, what what, what stops somebody from working for the VA when they yeah. go to work for another hospital or another clinic? No idea. You know, that's where you probably got to start with this. And I'm, I'm sure everybody wants to help our veterans, and we're all grateful for it. But people got to put food on the table too. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you're a civilian and you can make ten dollars an hour or more somewhere else, you're probably gonna take that job. Yeah, uh, understandable. We have Veterans Day coming up on Friday, by the way, and Wendy's is among many, many uh, stores and uh, food places that are offering freebies, not only week long, uh, but day of as well. So if you have your military ID, uh, show that you uh, have served at participating locations. I have the link on my Facebook and you can check that out. Click on it and plan your day out. Or take out a veteran, you know what I mean? If yes. your mom and dad are, have served, you know, say, hey guys, let's go do the rounds real quick. It'd be a good time to, you know, save a couple of bucks and show them you appreciate them. Well, 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 you city folks sure are late risers. I guess your rooster has a snooze button. What day is too late? Today is election day. What day is too late? Today it's election day. Don't forget to get out and vote, everybody. Get out and vote. Election day. It's election day. Get to vote. Come election day. Let's vote. It's showtime. Election day, more commonly known around my house as, oh my God, all those commercials that run politically are going to be over today, day. I don't know why I thought leaving Minnesota to go to Florida would be better. Oh, it's it worse, was, I bet. It was worse. Because that's a more contested state. Every commercial. There wasn't a commercial for anything. Mattresses, food places, nothing. It was just candidates. So let's get it done. Don't just vote to vote. And I have uh, a website you can go to. It's called uh, isidewith.com. And if you go there, you can kind of see which candidates are the ones that you know, side with with how you feel. I've never understood when people just vote along political lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't you want to know what that candidate stands for? And you know what I mean? Like, how do you know they're not a baby Hitler? Each person is not going to give you 100% of what you need, but um, what matters most is what you need to find in that person. More than 40 million Americans have already cast early ballots for today's midterm election, so find a poll uh, polling place <laughs> near you. Okay, grow up. Uh, the Powerball drawing for last night was delayed due to technical difficulties to be this woman. Because of a technical problem tonight, we are unable to bring you the Powerball drawing at this time. Hold on. As soon stop, as we're stop, able- stop. Listen, You need to listen again. Here's how they try to make it not sound so bad. Listen to the jolly music in the background, guys. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Because of a technical problem tonight, we You're are unable money. to bring you the Powerball drawing at this time. As soon as we're able to resolve the issue and conduct the drawing, it will be available for viewing on Powerball.com and on our YouTube channel, Powerball 39. I just All refreshed right. and results are still pending. Yeah, I know. $1.9 billion, You'd take away $929 million. Now, they were saying yesterday. Yesterday, though, they came out and they said, listen, you're a fool if you take that money. They said 70% of the people that take the one lump sum are broke within five years. Oh, wow. That's really you, sad. I was like, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, yeah. what if you win a hundred, if you win $10 million and you, if that's what your take home is, right? Yeah. How do you spend that all in I five years? Spent already. 10 I, million, I, I cool. couldn't spend that. I was having an argument with somebody else the other day and they were I'm like, you can't spend that money. They're like, watch me. Yeah, sure you oh, can. 10 oh. million will go fast. Uh, all right. So I was uh, looking for, you know, tips and tricks for travel season. We have the holidays coming up. Maybe you really want to connect with people. We've been uh, not able to for a few years and now we can save some money. There's such a mess at the airport, right? Because obviously there are still so many employees that haven't been hired and they're still training and all of that. So our our friends over at Expedia, they gave us these dates. These are the three to remember. The 21st, the 25th, and the 28th. Those are the best days to travel to avoid the crowds at the airport. So try to schedule it around there and you'll have a little bit of an easier time. Right now is when you need to start buying these tickets. And this is backed up by data. Hopper tells us that just in the past week, the price has increased by 10%. It's going to peak somewhere around like 450. That's the average round trip airfare. That's just an average, right? Yeah. You're going to have prices that are way higher. My wife and I I are going to go, uh, I think, next Monday and finally get our TSA pre-check stuff done. Oh, sure. And uh, just because we got a lot of travel here in the next six months. But <laughs> here's what's going to happen is when we travel next month, mm-hmm. is it wrong as a parent to buzz through the pre-checks and leave your three kids in the regular line? No. And Unless just, wait, and just wait for them after security? Is that wrong to do? No, this is what I would do. 
Chuck, Chuck these up. <laughs> Chuck these up. You're on your own. I'll see you at the gate. I mean, my youngest Bye. is 15. They should be able to get through that line by themselves, right? But and if what, they don't, then they don't deserve to but go. But here's what's happened. I've raised three pretty stupid kids, and they're going to be the ones that pet the dog. I know. Make a bomb joke. Yep. Something like that. You know what I mean? I don't have anything in, in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Carter found dead on Saturday. He was struggling with addiction. They found a lot of huffing, compressed air cans uh, in his bedroom, a lot of prescription pills. And uh, here he is on the show, The Doctors, and they were even unable to help him. We haven't really talked about the huffing. Right. No, and it's, that, and it's, that's something, it's something that... I, I've kept secret from the whole world until now. I lied to you. Started when I was about 16. My sister, Leslie, who passed away from an overdose, got me into it. Didn't really touch it until I was about... 23, right after I did Dancing with the Stars. Then I started going to Staples and Office Depot and different places, buying it with cash so it wouldn't be reported on receipts or anything like that. Yeah, tough stuff. Uh, I have some more audio coming up next hour. And it was when he went Instagram Live just days before he died. Is this right? While he was doing this, his his fiance was chiming in, telling him how yeah. concerned he was. Yeah, I she mean, was. Yeah, and that's why she left him because uh, he was an addict and not willing to help himself. But uh, Rihanna, she has been announced that she's going to be, you know, a Super Bowl halftime show. This is going to be one sexy show. But um, yeah, she's excited just to get out of the house. Being a new mom, nothing would have gotten me out the house yeah. if it wasn't a challenge like that. It was now or never. For sure. You could get real comfortable being at home. I'm not leaving the house unless I get to do the Super Bowl halftime show. You got it. Yep. Arms crossed. (laughs) Stomping on the ground. You got it, girl. I cannot wait for her to do Rude Boy. I mean, dang. It's going to take it to the next level. And don't text us about how you want a country music artist to do it. Yeah, we get it. No. All right. (laughs) Uh, An actor, uh, as an actor, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, you know, she's always looking for the next role to, um, uh, you know, take her talent to the next level. And she wants to be Britney Spears. I think her story, festival resonates with with me. Just growing up in the public eye, watching her videos, uh, watching interviews of her when she was younger. I see the scramble for words and I don't know her but when i look at pictures of her i feel like i could i could tell her story in the right way in hers only i think she'd be all right in that role uh britney by the way came out this past weekend that she has an incurable nerve damage situation on the right side of her body from performing it must be or yeah uh touring and and just uh the wear and tear on her body but what it was called no, but she on her Instagram is always posting those dance videos from the foyer of her her house, you know, where she's spinning around and whipping Almost her naked, hair. Yeah. But she says th- when she dances, it alleviates that pain. So that's why she does it all the time. She's dancing constantly and staying in great shape because she is in such pain. Blowing out their candles today, we have Miss Bonnie Raitt turning 73. Parker Posey, I love her, 54. And Jack Osborne is 37. Ellen Griswold is back from vacation. <laughs> yeah, this, I think it could have been... A movie. Our entire trip. If I sat down and really re- wrote down all the crazy things that happened. Give me give me the highlight. Give me the stupidest thing that happened to you guys. Like the one that you look back and you're like, cripes, we're dumb. The stupidest thing was like only, uh, it, it was me forgetting my debit card at four different spots. Oh, you walked away after you gave it to like the cashier? Yes. That oh. is so out of my character. I don't know what it happened to me like I had and you're gonna make fun of me I had my passport holder that goes around my neck God I know you, you hate it but are <laughs> the actual heels of society I show up at the airport one time we're going to Cancun and he, JJ looks at me dead in my soul and he says take that off now. I can't be seen. If anyone from my family were to ever wear one of these, I would disassociate with them. I won't sit next to you. I won't walk next to you. If you came up and gave me a cup of coffee out of the goodness of your heart, I would not accept it if you were wearing one of those holders around your neck for your passport and for all your stuff. I will clown you till my last breath. You know, it. I'll clown myself because it didn't help anything. I had all of our passports in there. I had my IDs. I had credit cards. I had a health card just in case something happened. I had all this stuff all in one spot close to my heart. So but I still left it at four different locations. I like the guys were starting to get sick of like, they're like, who are you? How, How far you- away did you get before you'd have to circle back? Was it always a couple of blocks or a couple of miles? Or I was think it the like- furthest was, yeah, we drove, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes away. And then we get to the hotel and I needed it for something else. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot it. The crab oil place, which was awesome, too. It's called the Juicy Crab and celebs come there. There's like a wall of pictures. See anybody? 
Um, Juicy J. <laughs> Shut up. Don't know if you the rapper Ray J. Ray J's been. They were there. there. No, I'm, when you were there. Oh no, 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 no. I had pictures on the wall, man. No. <laughs> All the Real Housewives. They've been there. But yeah, it was an amazing dinner. Oh my god, it was something that Liam and I saw on TikTok. And I didn't know if he was going to jive with the seafood, but he ate the entire crab leg. You know how mad I was with that whole situation. I'm like, he didn't even save me any. And now he's addicted to crab. What an expensive thing. That was the worst things. Um, you know what I got to do at the airport in North Carolina is I went to the currency exchange and I've been carrying around that Turkish lira, $10,000. What did that get you? How much is that? $486. No way. Yeah. Where did you get the Turkish lira? Was it your dad? Did your dad give it to you? No, my grandparents did. I shouldn't have said that because I think they're listening. So they were. But they gave it to me as like they're world travelers and they gave it to me 25 years ago. It's still in circulation. But I did. There's another uh, form of currency, which is from India, which is out of currency. Well, no, your grandparents would be happy for you that you made $500 off. What do you think? Now they want the money. (laughs) What do you think they paid for that? I don't know. Uh, Obviously. Currency. I'm hoping they paid have like three dollars for it, and now it was worth five hundred for you. That's you carried around a tur- hundred Turkish lira for twenty five years. Yeah, well, Liam found it in my keepsake box, and he was like, "What's wow. this stuff?" And I was like, "Oh, let's go check it out." So we go to this little white bus, and it says currency exchange. And he goes, "I almost don't have enough to cover it, but I have." $486 on Google last month, though. It was like 530 He just gave you what he so, had. So, maybe. You probably got shortchanged a little bit. So, you're going to... But I was like, oh, that's a couple of days of, like, our our dinners and lunches and, yeah. and drinks and stuff like that's that. That's cool. That's a cool find. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and then uh, one thing that makes me mad is, like, everywhere we go, Derek is never happy with the food he orders, by the way. Like, nobody else orders for him. Give me an example. So, we go to Margaritaville, and we oh. sit down... And I ordered just a cute little appetizer, whatever. We're going to go on with our day at Universal Studios. Liam gets the chicken, boneless chicken wings. Derek decides to order something called the Volcano Nachos, which... This sounds awesome. In his defense, should have verbiage next to it on the menu. We'll feed nine grown men. (laughs) Because it took two people to carry it out on a tray. Shut up. You didn't see the picture on my Snapchat? It took two people? But one thing that really irks him about nachos is that they will have a pile of chips and just dress it up on the outside. They don't do a chip to condiment ratio, which really gets him. And you know it would. So he, he expected the inside... To be filled with goodies, like that's cheese. unrealistic expectations. That's what I think, too. I think nachos, of course, are going to save money on cheese and guac and sour cream and just put it on the top. And so he orders it. He ate an eighth. And then he was mad at everybody else <laughs> all day. All day. He brought it up. And he was just like, I'm just sick to my stomach about how much that was. It was like almost 20, 20 bucks. It was oh, over $20. God, you're on vacation. You guys got to let loose a little bit. I understand. You oh, I let loose. You- we spent too much money on so food. It was you can't like crazy. About $20 for nachos. I would expect that. Yeah. And now I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a ticket from the expressway on uh, I-4 West because Derek's like, no, curve to the left. I'm like, no, I-4 we go this way. He goes, GPS is bringing us this way. Brings us on the expressway. So all we see are cameras taking pictures of our yeah. rental car. And I, I talked to Enterprise while. yesterday. She goes, yeah, it'll probably be about $15, which isn't that big of a deal. It'll take a while. We got, uh, we were, uh, when the kids were down for the World Series, we had done the same thing. And I was busting ass like, yeah. down the freeway. And uh, and I noticed that I went through one of the tolls without mm-hmm. the little ticket th- thing on the window. Yep. And uh, yeah, we got back home. I think it was a $45 ticket. I'm like, I feel like Enterprise should cover it because I'm out of state. I don't know these rules. How would I ever know these it's rules? Responsibility. Um, and then our Uber drivers, we got a great one out the gate. Like one that just, you know, he's from Montreal. He heard, he used to hear our show up there. That's I didn't even crazy. tell you that. And then now he lives in uh, in Orlando and he drives every day. We only had two out of the 10 that were awesome. Like the other ones didn't talk to us. Some guys just kind of grouchy. They're just going to get you to one place to another. They've been having a rough gig. Yeah, didn't crack a smile. One guy talked to his wife, I think, sexy talk. Oh, but in another language? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, okay, whatever. So give me the, the best, the, the highlight, the key moment you'll remember. It, uh, you're 95, your health is fading fast, but you will remember what about this trip? I think just all of the laughs. We laughed all 
the time. Did you laugh at, at people. funny things? Or, oh, that's what I was going to say. You laughed at unfo- you, you made fun of people behind their back. Situations. Yeah. yeah that's what I like awesome. about you guys. My yeah. wife has gotten to the point now where she's like, she doesn't really like making me making fun of people anymore. Yeah. I go, I don't know if we're compatible. We might have to get a divorce. Florida, that's all I do. That's 90% of what I that's, I don't, I don't she get. I think cancer made her appreciate life. I think it did, man. I'm grateful that she's still alive and with us and stuff, but she's got this new outlook on life. Like you got to be nice to people and you got to be appreciative of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Right. Once she gets this in the rearview mirror a little ways, she'll come back to my way of thinking where most most people are laughable. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah. Florida people are just odd, man. They're odd. And then the further you get. Like by the wetlands yeah. and stuff. It's a whole different society. Yeah. You can't reckon it. Aaron Carter, he was on Instagram live and it was just days before his death and he was interacting with his fans and his baby mama and ex-fiance Melanie. When all I did was protect that girl. All I did. She's texting. Oh, now she says, oh, I don't care anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not. Leave me alone, Melanie. God, dude, can't you take a hint? She just told me that you're going to die. Yeah. Oof. Wow. So it was um, probably uh, frustration. She's got a baby with him, and she just wants him to get better for the kid and himself. And I can't that's what happened in that spot where, like, you want somebody to get yeah. help. You want them to be healthy. You want them to be around for their kiddo, and they refuse to, or if they just can't, that's got to be so frustrating. Addiction is a tough thing, man. Unless you're not addicted to something, you know, your brain turns on you and and doesn't want you to get better. Rihanna, she is talking about the halftime show. Uh, give us some details. I want to incorporate a lot of culture. I want to incorporate different aspects of entertainment and things that I just enjoy and bring it to the stage. You know what? I want to celebrate the music that I've made. You know what her culture brought us was those infomercials of the Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Like, I would like to see more of that incorporated. I mean, that's the culture, right? She is going to be so hot. I need her on a panther for Rude Boy. Come on. I can only imagine the Karens that are going to start complaining already. Like, if you thought J-Lo was too sexy, yeah. dial it back. Find something else to do for 20 minutes during halftime. Yeah, stay off your socials because it's going to be a hot one. All right, so uh, a few months ago, Snoop Dogg's blunt roller. He has a professional blunt roller. This guy has a salary. What a job. And his name is Renegade <laughs> Piranha. <And> <laughs> don't even... Ask me how to spell it because it's crazy. But Got some silent G's in there and stuff. Yeah, he implied that Snoop smokes between 75 and 150 joints a day. And Snoop Dogg's like, come on, Peter Pan. I smoke 450 dubs. This is all in a day's work. Stop lying. I've come to smoke all that weed in one day. What am I, the machine? This is the roaches. See, roaches. Like nine of them in front of them, but yeah. still. Nine J's a day, man. You have another 75 to 150. I, but still, nine joints a day. Is a lot of weed. Yeah. Is Renegade out of there now? Because he was talking about Snoop behind his back. Sounds like he's been with him for years. How do you get that job now? Do they post it? Like ghost post it? Like how your wife works? Right, right. Where they they just meet me at the mall. It (laughs) might be a job you'd like kind of thing. Blowing out their candles today. Parker Posey, such a funny lady. 54. Tara Reid is 47. And Jack Osborne, who, wow, talk about like a Hollywood flip. He used to be into uh, the pills. Now he ghost hunts. Have you ever watched his show on the Travel Channel? It's so good. It's really good. He catches like real stuff. I'm sure they caught a lot of ghosts, didn't they? He's 37. All right, so I told that story about that guy that fainted. The woman rushed to his um, his uh, defense. What, what aid. aid. There we go. And she puts his to arms his vocabulary. over. To his vocabulary. <laughs> Learned to talk, but put his hands over his head. She knew what to do. I didn't know that. And then we were sitting there, and behind me were two nurses from Alexandria that were there for a day and a half. They got there the day before at 11 a.m., and all they've their, been sitting at the airport for airports 36 are hours. messed up right now. There's like no staffing. Planes are broken. Pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> it's just one thing after the other. I do have to say there was a lot to do at the North Carolina airport. There were a lot of shops. There were a lot of restaurants. That's how they get you, man. That's how they get you to buy a bunch of stuff. Is they got to keep you there longer. Yeah. Imagine if the Mall of America kept you stranded in there for 36 hours. They had suites that you could rent. You could rent little rooms with TVs and nice beds. That'd be the that'd be money well spent, I think. Yeah, I think so. If you had to, because they were talking about how they oh, and they have like these lines of white rocking chairs, and 
like if you score one, you're you're good for the day because they're so comfortable. There were probably like 50 and then one person would like start to get up, but then quickly sit down That's again. That's what I would do. I would stand out. I would stand I know up, you I'd would. stretch, and then I'd sit back down. Like, we were trying to find three in a row. Never happened. Liam was like, had his eye on it the whole time, but they were like, yeah, we slept on the ground under these trees that were there, and they had live trees in the atrium area, and so, like, these nuts were falling on their head as they were trying to sleep, <laughs> and and I'm like, God, you were there for a while but the way that they were conversing, they had never met each other. And then other nurses from around the waiting area started to converge. And like the things that they were talking about, like, oh, what part of the ICU are you in? Oh, I'm in NICU. I'm I'm this. And oh, wow, you have a lot going on. Where do you guys dispatch to? And all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, what other career can you sit there and like find that sense of community? You know what I mean? Like nurses have a lot. To talk about, they were, they're very angry at the people that decided to stay at home. I'm going to be honest, like for the pandemic, oh. they're very angry at those people uh. because they're like, you can't come in at night, put a mask on and take the garbage out or make the beds or, or, and do stuff like that, you know, to help us out a little bit. The medical community is probably the most bonded community as far as like having a job. I think that's fair. Wow. You know, it's, well, cops, I guess, are probably tighter than nurses. Yeah. I think anytime you put your your life on the line. I mean, I'm not saying nurses didn't, especially during the pandemic, but on a regular day, if you're going in as a nurse, you're probably not putting your life on the line. You're helping to save lives. So there's a, there's a bond there. Yeah. Do you have a, Oh, and one thing they said was like, um, you know, what really ticked me off is that we would get videos from the people that were working at home. Like you got this fam. Here's to another great day. They were we're all in this together. Bitching about that. And they huh? were like, do not send me another video unless you're willing to help at all. You're not helping us. I'm surprised that this far out, they're still complaining about that. Well, they were just talking about back in the day. I mean, yeah. they, they were reminiscing, but I was like, that's that's a big sense of community. Do you think community. truckers have a sense Nurses. of community? Oh, yeah, probably. Do they? They probably talk in their CB, CB lingo all the time. I don't know if they time. still do that, do they? Sure they do. Like uh, if they find a greasy, if they, right, if they're going to stop at, uh, at at a truck stop, yeah. are they all like, hey, Jim, hey, Fred, how you doing? Oh, man, I was taking this load through Peoria. Yeah. And, I mean, do they, or is that, I mean, because I think nurses would always have a common, you know, let, let's do this real quick. What's your job and what's your sense of community? So what would you say our sense of community from like a one to 10 is with other radio people? Um, you know, I can sniff one out. It's an amazing ability. It is very I can find weird. One. Kat, we'll be walking through the airport and Kat will go, that guy's been in radio. I'm like, how would you even out. know? And then she, would, then this guy will be like, yeah, you know, 15 years ago I did radio. Yeah. It's I'm very weird. I'm in Philly right now, two to six, yeah. you know? And so what about your field of work brings you together with somebody else? Like, What, what is if, ours, alcohol? Um, No, probably celebrity through me. Oh, hey, how oh, many celebrities yeah. come through that your is town? So stupid. We'll go I'm to like, these conventions and we'll do. Yeah, hey, uh, who's in your Rolodex? Uh, who's in your phone? I'm like, I don't. know. It's always when someone dies is when they post pictures with Aaron <laughs> Carter or you know You're what right. I mean? Yeah. I hey, here's me with Heavy D 14 years ago before he passed. I've had I've had really good encounters with celebrities, but then also a lot have left let us down. I you quit know? caring. I hate to say it, but yeah. I did. I just quit caring. I would rather give meet and greets to our listeners than to go myself because it's just, it's a person and they're going to take a picture with you. I'd rather have our listeners have that experience. Okay, so you what's, know? The, what's the common bond between you and the other people in your profession? Would yeah. you like to share it? I'd love to hear from you. So as you're sitting there waiting for your flight for 20 hours, you overhear a couple of nurses <laughs> Talking about how disgusted they are and the people that did not come into work during well, the pandemic. Huh? That was just one of the parts of the conversation. But they were just talking about, you know, how much they love their job, um, how challenging it is in a great way. But then all these other nurses started to like, there was like a beacon that went up, you know, like yeah, a bat, a bat sign. signal. And they were like, we're talking about nursing stuff over here. Come on over. And so it, there was a, a huge group, probably like 15 of them. And they were all talking about, of course, things that they would change. Uh, if they were in charge, they would do this. And, yeah. you know, I think every profession has that conversation. But I was like, wow, what a sense of community with these nurses. With radio people, our sense of community is when we we all know one or two or three people in this business that have become slimy, jerk douchebags that you'd never want to work with or for or around again. Yeah. And everybody has a story about them. I, I remember we were at a, a radio convention once, and I had mentioned the name of... 
uh, <laughs> a general manager that I had had. And this chick was strong out when she was our boss. Yeah. She w- I mean, she was doing coke on her desk visibly. That was old school radio, like, though. Like lines of cocaine during the day. Yeah. And then she'd get all hopped up and walk around. She'd have all these great ideas and then she'd want to tell you all about them. And then about four o'clock, crash. she'd crash and then she'd leave. And, you know, she was going to get another fix. And like you, really bring, you bring up her name and everybody had a story about this woman because she worked all over the place. Yeah. So, like, what's your gig? What's your sense of community? Hi, Ms. Marie. Hello. Hey, can you tell us what you do for a living? Good morning. Um, I am a I'm a teacher. Okay. But so I many. Work in a, <laughs> I work in a school with the students that have like high behavioral and emotional needs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so my the staff where I work is incredibly tight knit because um, we go through the trenches of these behaviors every day, and it can be very extreme and um, yeah, we're, are there, we're pretty nice. Are there a lot of things that can be done at home that aren't being done at home? You know, there are a lot of parents that they'll say, this isn't the card I thought I would be dealt when I wanted to have a baby. I didn't expect a child with special needs or anything like that. So they just leave everything up to you guys. That would be really frustrating. You know, I would say, um, and to any parents out there, like be a team player. Yeah. We're here to help support you and your kids. And um, also, like, just don't be afraid to, to get help if your kid needs it. I know a lot of parents shy away from wanting to, um, you know, receive services from, you know, doctors and things yeah. like that. But it's... It would be helpful, yes. You know, I don't want to downplay what a soldier does because I know there's really no equivalent of of going out and protecting our freedom and getting shot. But you, what your job is, you guys are bound by trauma. And whether or not you want to admit it, like every day is a traumatic situation because – uh, it's not what we, you know, would consider, you know, right down the middle and, and really normal. So there's a certain level of trauma that happens every day. So I understand the bond is the same, I think, as cops, as soldiers. Like when you go through traumatic events with somebody like then that's your boy, that's your girl. That's like somebody who understands what you're dealing with. Yeah. So you, f- you find a level of, of cognizance with them. I would I mean, go as far as to say you, you work in a hostile work environment, you know, and it is um, – out of their control, sadly. If somebody has special needs, right, it's out of their control. And some people get super angry with them. And those people weed themselves out. It's the great ones that stay like you and, and your coworkers. So uh, I want to say thank you on behalf of all the parents out there that have <laughs> kids with special needs. That's a big deal to send them off every day to know that they're being taken care of in that way. Well, you're welcome. And um yeah, I enjoy listening to the show every morning on my way here. This oh, show? Thanks. This show. This show. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. That's very surprising. To make uh, sure. hey, how much longer <laughs> can you uh, can you see yourself doing something like this? Because, I mean, this has to take a strain, right? Um, I think the average burnout rate for my field is three to five years. Yeah. And I'm currently on year four. Okay. Um, Do you feel like you're burning out? Through, uh. Sometimes, but, you know, I'm really passionate about this, and Mm -hmm. I went back to school and graduated at, like, 40 um, to go into this line of work, and I have a background of of working with people with, you know, mental health issues. Yeah, this is your calling. You should be doing this then. I mean, obviously, you've thought this through. I do love it, but... Does the district... Yeah. Does the district offer you any therapy or anything? Like, we get, like, um, six free therapy sessions through work or something like that. But, like, just as an option to go and vent you know, a little bit? I I don't know, but I really do think that that would be something beneficial yeah. for people, especially that work in a setting like mine. Yeah. Well, listen I, to I the, would pay for that as a taxpayer. I would I would pay for that. Listening to the show isn't doing you any favors. You understand that, right? Oh, it makes her feel so much better. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for sharing with us. I laugh on my way to work. Oh, good. We appreciate you. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks, you too. That girl's doing the Lord's work, there man. There you go. So many teachers texting in. Oh, my gosh. They're just talking about, uh, you know, crazy kids that they have, and that brings them together. But this one is from, I'll call her Ms. V from Elk River. She says, I'm a parole officer who works strictly with sex offenders. All of us in this line, uh, we're very connected oh, because we deal yeah. with things and people 
that no one else can understand. And I don't even expect you to understand that, Vicky. I don't understand people that can think a way certain to not way. Say your name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that can think a certain way about children. Yeah. You know, that's that's I think, again, bound by trauma. Like yeah. that's a, even though it's not a physical trauma, there's a traumatic event. I mean, it's not normal to the brain. So it deals with it in a traumatic way. And you're bound by that. Like that's a common link between you guys. I just don't think if you think that way about kids that you can change. To be you don't honest. think those are forming somebody? No, not not about that stuff. That's the brain. And um, I think all you can do is constantly work on yourself and have an outlet and stay away from that stuff because I just don't think the brain can switch off like that. Can you? Uh, I don't, do you I don't think know. That I guess I don't know enough about it. Um, I, I, would think, I would think more cases than not, I'd say yes. I think, I think there's a reformation with mental and or physical things like that but i don't i won't know where to start i think you could reform yourself and stop hopefully stop ever doing that uh and assaulting kids but like i I don't think you can ever stop thinking i would find it hard to believe that you couldn't find somebody that had those thoughts at one point and went through some kind of uh reformation and and found a way out of it and didn't have them anymore yeah i don't know i don't know if cure is the right word but i'd be interested to see what kind of stats you know that are on that i'm sure we have enough research a lot of massage therapists too talking about uh what turns on their clients (laughs) (laughs) i need those stories well wow what a moment caught on camera an espn announcer named marty smith broke the guinness world record uh, for the longest cornhole throw as he was covering the contest for the largest longest cornhole throw let's see the replay let's take it to the the replay Seventy-six feet, and now somebody has to break that record. But the, here's the thing: you have to have the Guinness people there. Like, so this was a big event, yeah. That and they had the Guinness representative there, right? And nobody was able to do it. And this ESPN reporter goes, "Give me a <laughs> shot at it," and he fell ass backwards into be a Guinness World Record holder. Um, I may be out of the norm, but I hate cornhole. It's Why? horrible. And at your house, your cornhole, they, those are slippery. Those are like not regulation quality because they're very hard to get it and all that hand-eye coordination i can understand (laughs) what's your favorite lawn game i love polish golf it is my favorite can i call it polish uh, golf which which is polish golf to you it's like ladder yeah so that's ladder ball yeah see uh, i i like uh i like washers Okay, what's that? It's a, you've never oh, seen. Oh, yeah. is that where you bring it back? Beaver Island. No, has no, it, no, no, right? no. Washers are you have washers, but you have this board laid out a ways away from you, and it's got holes in it. Yeah, and you got to throw your washer into that. I could get into that. That one's all right. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm uh, yeah. I love large Jenga. That that'll keep you on your toes. The, yeah, that's the yeah. Uh, also, there's some like cool dice games that my brother-in-law he made wooden dice in yeah. a bucket, and we play that every once in a while. That's but cool. uh, I'm more into the just sitting and watching as I have a cocktail. Yeah, I hate can jam. That's just can jam is good. I like that. No, ha- nope. All so, right. Okay. Anyway, that's what's trending. I'm very very sad. That will be done. With political commercials on TV and on the radio for a while. I just need to express that feeling. Same. Number two, nobody won $2 billion. We don't know even what the numbers are yet. Three, welcome back, Kat. Thank you. I'm three? Wow. I'm the third? In the things that give me joy, no more (laughs) political ads. Okay. Huge amounts of money. And, and then me. You being back. All right. Well, so, thanks. an epic vacation, to say the least. Uh, yeah, it was a really good vacation. What we've tried to do every time we go to Florida is, like, do something different. We don't go back to Disney or anything like that. So, we've done everything. If you ever have any questions. No reasons to ever go back to Florida? Let me know. We really don't. We don't have one reason to go back to Florida, to be honest, unless it's at a key. Like, I could do a Key West. I could do a Siesta Key. Yeah. We've never gone that far. But we did find a new place. It is such a cute. It's like, uh, I, I forgot his name again. Margarita Bill guy. Uh, Jimmy, Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. It's like Jimmy Buffett designed a town. It's called New Smyrna, Florida. It is the shark bite capital of the world. Yet I. Which in itself would keep most people from going. You would think. You would think. And I, I told my 10 year old, 
Head on in, buddy. But I did. I kept an eye on the horizon for fins, uh, even though they attack from below in in pods. But either way, it was really awesome. Had a margarita on the beach. It was awesome. Uh, gator tour. That was cool. Have you ever done an airboat? No. Oh, my God. It just like hovers over the water and you feel like it's going to hit something any moment and you'll go flying. Oh, no. it's like being in a... A regular bow with my Uncle John. Maybe, Where yeah. you're just going so fast all the time, no matter what the yeah. depth is, you just <laughs> feel like you might hit something. And you just pray the whole time. But this one was awesome, and uh, we saw some gators, and we saw a baby one, which was about three feet, and then we saw a grown one. Well, I shouldn't say grown. It was like a teenage one, because it had an attitude, and it was like <laughs> almost six feet. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, there's some Those things are there. dinosaurs, man. They've been around since the dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, Our tour guide, he was so burly, huge, like um, manly hands, tan. Missing any fingers? Good looking guy. But then he sounded like Leslie Jordan. No. You know, he's like, (laughs) what you're going to find is that they like to tan half their body and then keep the other half nice and cold. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy is a caricature of himself. Uh, Went to Universal Studios. What else? And then just had a hell of a layover. I've never had that happen ever in my life where we just sit. At an airport for hours, 11 hours at the North Carolina airport. And my son was so cool about it. So I bought him a couple of uh, Tar Heel t-shirts at the gift shop. Had this happen once when we were in college. We had uh, flown down to Florida for for baseball and we sat at the airport for 14 hours. Damn. Uh, It was bad. It It was was, 42 of us and coaches in one. It it was four. Yeah. I mean, it was the better because we were supposed to fly out at like, and this was an overnight though. And this is where guys got like, we're playing baseball in the airport. We're hitting ground balls to each other. Oh my God. Rude. People are, I mean, there was nobody in there. It was overnight. Our flight was supposed to leave at 7 p.m. Yeah. It didn't leave the next morning till like 11. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, our coaches were like, just do whatever. I mean, we wore them down so bad. And then the, even the people that were at the airport, they're like, just be careful. Uh-huh. I mean, we're hitting ground balls in the airport. You know, the commodity uh, plugs, wall plugs. Yeah. Everyone's like, my, I'm going to lose all my juice. <laughs> I need I need my juice for the for the flight. We get on the flight. We're all set. Got the pad going. Got Liam's mu- movie pulled up. He's all settled. And then we get the announcement. Uh, yeah, folks, the plane is broken. And uh, to add insult to injury, I'm really tired and I only have a, an hour left of flying time That's, this week. I was like, oh, we were out of pilot in a plane. When you mention that, people forget that pilots can only fly so much. It's he like truckers. Yeah. so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank God. And he was like, just to let you know that this is a, it's a severe problem. And if we got up in the sky... <laughs> We went, we need to lose about 8,000 pounds right now to even make it two states away. I was like, oh, my God. Thank God somebody did their job, though, right? Yeah. Like, as pissed as I was, I was like, okay, thank God somebody did their job. you weren't sacrificing your 50-pound luggage. No, no, I wasn't. But I saw, like, half the plane got off. I go, that's got to be 8,000 pounds right there. <laughs> Let's just so go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Candace being caller number 10, by the way. All you have to do is answer Kat's questions quickly. You have no time to Google the right answer. She'll rip uh, rip out a question. You'll have five seconds to answer it. Do so correctly three times. You get a hundred bucks. Do so correctly twice and use your lifeline from 1995 and you get $100. You ready to roll? Yes. All right. Good luck, Candace. Here's your first question. It should be your easiest, but keep in mind that there is no time to Google. All right. I'm hot off my trip uh, near Disney. So name any Disney character. Goofy. That is correct. That's exactly right. You're right. You're totally right. Candace, did you hear that Mickey Uh, and Minnie are getting a divorce? Stop. Goofy. (laughs) Yep, that's right. Question number two. Uh, (laughs) Question number two. Are you just looking around the room and saying There's no time to Google. I'm just looking at that moment. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Uh, Which country invented gazpacho? Greece. Greece is absolutely <laughs> not right. No. Wrong, 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 wrong. Oh, I thought you were going to get it. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, it's got to be Italy, right? It was Spain. Spain? Oh, Spain. Oh. I want people to find them somebody. That they can have fun with at 8.20 in the morning. Like, you guys are having fun. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what 
you've been doing? This sounds like edibles for breakfast is what this sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We sit here and listen to you every morning. Oh, thank thanks. you, guys. That makes six listeners, and we're so happy. Thank you, you so much. you put an S on the end of you? <laughs> you got to use guys. Use guys. <laughs> 1047 KCLD and Kia of St. Cloud is free cash. Just be fast or you'll lose it all. Miss Megan is calling number 10 today. At least this hour. Uh, Megan, if I remember correctly, when we said you're calling number 10, you were very excited because you've already done your civil duty. You went out and voted, right? I did. And Who'd you going, vote for? Stop. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, uh, I did the Congress. I'm talking. Yeah, good. Uh, now good. You, you said you work at an oral surgeon's office. I can only assume, and I'm sure you're held to a confidentiality situation, but you have seen some amazing, I'm really high after surgery, coming out into the lobby to see my mom and dad stories. It's pretty fun. It's not as crazy as everybody says, but sometimes it's pretty interesting. Well, none of my, talk to a lot of fun people. None of my siblings understand why I want to be there after my dad uh, gets done with a colonoscopy because like after that it's funny because they have no control they they toot a bunch yeah but like uh, coming out of a colonoscopy is just that's light sedation right I'm it, like Megan sees people that are still just completely zonked yeah. what you want my password for well, my we do the same sedation actually oh really Mm-hmm. We do the same one, so not quite as crazy, but still some fun. Yeah, you just see the highlights on TikTok right now, right? You don't actually, you don't see like one of those per day, do you? No, not too much, no. All right. Well. So I know HIPAA exists, but do you just like sometimes ignore it? And like talk about I want to know if I was spoken about after my last colonoscopy, because you see everything. You see I all think of once it, you see, and I, I bet think they were like, like Oh, I thought it would be, I thought it would look no, like this. No. I th- <laughs> you know I when think- they come up to you at like gigs and they're like, oh, I thought you'd be blonde. I feel like they'd be like, oh, I thought you'd look different no, back then. Oh, no. I think a, a, I think it's like a gynecologist, man. When you see one, you've seen them all. That's not true. I think it is. Don't tell me that. I think it Mine is. Mine looks like some other <laughs> oh, people's I, out okay. there. We're way off where all we right, want to be right now. This is, yeah, there's the envelope. <laughs> Megan's like, well, I ca- this is not worth the amount of money I'm about to win. Uh, We're going to walk down the street today. And <laughs> somebody's going to go, oh. Oh, I told you they got a college office. <laughs> All right. So uh, there is a jackpot sitting in front of Cat. We know that it's somewhere between one and $5,000. Your objective with Key of St. Cloud and KCLD is to nail down that number before the clock go boom. We will not start the clock until you give us your first guess. Any questions after all that, Megan? I'm ready to go, I think. Uh, best of luck from all of us here in the Playhouse. We will start the clock with your first guess. Good luck. 2500 Higher. 2600 Higher. 3,000. Higher. 3,500. Lower. 3,400. Lower. 3,300. Lower. 3,000. Higher. 3,100. I sounded like Medea there for a second, but I meant. Uh, Last guess would have been uh, 3,100. Close? No. uh, 3,019. I guess closer Uh, than 4,000. All right. I, listen, that might be our fault for talking all the gynecology stuff and, uh, <laughs> your head somewhere and everybody else, else being high at your office and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to chalk that one up to let's just uh, let the player play and we'll give you another crack at it coming up here just after eight. OK, thanks so much. Have a great day. Megan. The KCLD Playhouse is powered up by Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices seeking justice. You don't for the think injured. every gynecologist says that, though? Mine does, and I get mad at her. That's why I've switched, because like, she I said d- something like you're that. You're like, I did all this prep for nothing? Yeah. No. I spent a day and a half. All this glitter to- hairspray I used for nothing? <laughs> to look pretty for you. <laughs> and you're going to tell me I look like like, like Karen that just left? I don't think so. Yeah, that makes me mad. What if they tell you you look like somebody a lot older? Would that be offensive? Well, you look like you're 60. I don't know if people, do people change how they look down there as they get older? Gotta. The rest of the body does. You I know gotta. guys do for sure. Yeah. But I don't know about women. Just your chain hang low. <laughs> God. You're getting up there, man. Your ears are going to start getting bigger. And things I are going to start looking different. More, I've had a lot more nose hair lately. Yes, yeah, I know. i got to trim that it. up. So it looks it's like, like a, a party, party favor. <laughs> hey, Siri, is Mercury in retrograde? Yeah. Have you seen any of those meteor showers? We saw one on our way back from the airport. <laughs> no, love how reliable your phone well, is. Well, because you started talking, you started talking. So, but is it because because I'm telling you, everything that could technically be off today yeah. seems like it is. So when we saw this meteor, 
Derek and I high five like we won something. It was so weird. We were driving. What a life was, accomplishment. It was so bright. We had gotten right past Becker and it just flew over my car and then burned out. But I, we, we both like high five. Like, the guy in yes. front of you didn't like throw out a cigarette butt or something. It was massive. And then we both made a wish, which if this Powerball thing. Well, I'm gets still alive. So I, I will be lucky. Matt, did you see the meteor? Uh, no, I see clouds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But apparently Kat's so special, <laughs> she sees right through them. So uh, let's get to it. Your $100 trivia question this morning. About one in three of us over the uh, course of the pandemic, Matt, bought something like this, and we no longer use it. Most of us consider it a waste of money. So about one in three of us bought what during the pandemic, but it no longer gets used. You got a guess for us? Oh, man. Um Cough syrup. <laughs> Cough syrup. No, uh, great guess. Actually, not even a good guess. That was just poor. I'm going to let you go because that was horrible. That was kind of the worst part of the pandemic is like you would find out you had it and then there's nothing you can do about hey, it. You just got to wait it it's out. It's like hand, foot, and mouth. Like they just tell you you have it and then you there's nothing you can do about it. Hey, Wendy, one in three of us purchased uh, something like this during the pandemic, but we now consider it a waste of money and no longer use it. What are we talking about? Um, trying to think. Um, four-hour show. Take your time. Um, (laughs) just anything, whatever comes. Uh, Say butthole. Say mask. Why is no one saying mask? (laughs) Oh, that is a good one. Actually, I'll go with that. That's wrong. She led you down the wrong path. All right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Have a great day, Wendy. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell people to guess the wrong thing. Uh, Matt, number two, uh, one in three of us bought something like this uh, during the pandemic. Now we consider it a waste of money and no longer use it. What are we talking about? Jesus. Matt. I'm going to cry today. I can't. I told you. I can't. Patty, I'm only going to take one more guess at this because you guys are failing me hard today. One in three of us bought something like this over the pandemic. It's now considered a waste of money and no longer used. What is it? Patty. Hello. Oh, oh my God, Sorry. Patty. Are you talking to me? How many Patties do you, <laughs> you think we've got? You in and out. No, your phone is <laughs> not. Here's what I can tell you. With the amount of fiber optics that run into the studio, I can almost guarantee you we're not cutting in and out. We're going to restart. Patty Cakes, the question is. Oh, I'm supposed to do this. So one in three of us uh, bought something like this during the pandemic. It is now considered to be a waste of money and no longer used. Get one guess. What is it? Uh, did somebody say mask? No. Yeah, yeah somebody said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did. Take one more guess, Patty. Yes. Okay. Before I, sh- I will all this say. Cyanide. All right. I bought a lot of clothes online on Amazon. And- no. <laughs> How about a generator? <laughs> oh. Okay. That was my guess. You know what I was gonna say? One of those UV light boxes. <laughs> can you just tell hey, us that we can move on with life? Patty, where are you listening what? from? What city are you in? St. Augusta. That's it. I paid you $100. We just come But I'm in a tin building. I'm in a tin building. I'm trying to stand by the door. It's cold. (laughs) All right. We'll go warm up. Thank Uh, you for calling. How much would it cost for you to to, to run over here and just kick me in the crotch and end all this right now? I'll do. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't do that. No. Uh, You would. All right. Bye, Patty. Patty. Love you. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.